Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. Have you ever seen a horse who could talk? With your host, Louisa Barton, who really wants to be a famous rider. She really loves to ride fast. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Truth is, I have horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit on the bit, Louisa Barton! Enjoy the show. Join us July 22nd, 8.30 to 5 p.m. for the Equine Extravaganza at the Southeastern Livestock Pavilion, Ocala. Brought to you by West Florida Fence and the Horse Talk Show. Fundraising for Spirit Equine Therapy and Open Hands Animal Rescue. Enjoy a fantastic breed show from miniature horses to Clydesdales. With jumping and dressage demos, you can also watch barrel racing, dog training, mounted shooting, and enjoy food vendors and crafts for kids, plus a silent auction. Check the Equine Extravaganza fundraiser event on Facebook. And we'll see you July 22nd from 8.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Southeastern Livestock Pavilion for the best in horsing around in the horse capital. Larson Farms is our TV broadcast sponsor. Mr. Richard Larson, a man of great integrity, cares about every single bale of hay and about taking care of his customers. He also has a huge heart for those genuinely in need. Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. talk show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Thank you for joining us on the horse talk show presented by Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. Louisa Barton here in the studio, downtown Ocala. These are the CEP equine studios and I have dancing Pete Rhoda with me from Complimentary Horsemanship and if you're listening live on Facebook, it's July 4th. If you're listening on the Sky 97.3, July 4th already passed, but we celebrate all week long because the United States of America is worth celebrating all week long. Uh, yes, ma'am. <laughs> we have a really good show lineup for you. We have Dr. Kayot, and he'll be talking about heaves. We have a couple <gasps> of... Oh, sorry. <laughs> that was great. That was very realistic. Mm. <laughs> you messed me up. Uh, we also have Jason Reynolds, who is the executive director of the Florida Horse Park, not only telling us all the things that are going on at the Florida Horse Park right now, but also future plans for great things in the future that we're looking Yay. forward to. Oh, yeah. He's, he is one of a kind. Jason is. Absolutely. He is. So you should uh, should be a great show. And um, we also have Dr. Esther Brummond, who is uh, a dog chiropractor. And she will be on actually demonstrating how she works on my dog, Aslan, who's had some lameness issues and back problems, even though he's young. Uh, and Dr. Esther's been amazing. And if you've never seen a chiropractor working on a bird, I have now seen it. <laughs> I'm serious. I turned the corner, went back inside to get something I forgot. And the cat had just laid a blue jay out on its back. And I think it was on its like fledgling or one of its fledgling flights. And it was probably on the ground when he came across it. Yes, and uh, it was flat on its back. 
and so of course I yelled at the cat and ran at it and the cat took off and this poor little bird it was lying there on its back so I grabbed it and I brought it inside and had a look at it and looked like its wing was probably broken and I gave it some water and made a little box for it and put it in a safe place and didn't really know what to do because I had to go to work that evening when Dr. Esther was at my house, she was adjusting Aslan. I said, so how do you feel about a bird? And she said, I'll take a look at a bird. And she did. And so seriously, she examined and adjusted the bird. And then she took the bird home with her and took it to a bird rescue the next day for me. Wow. Oh, wasn't that amazing? Like, I think Yay. that is. Yes. She's her, your hero. She is my hero. Um, so I thought it was pretty neat of her. But on another American note, American. since we are July 4th today, Fourth of July. I have to mention that most people know that I became a citizen in 21. But I didn't ever apply for my American passport, and then I suddenly needed it to go out of the country and had to do this rushed, rushed effort to get it. And I finally got it. Look at that! Yay. Louise's first American do, passport. Do we get to see the picture in the passport? Oh, no, it's horrible. <laughs> That's the best part. No, I actually look really angry. I look like a lion with a bad attitude and some boundaries. <laughs> not the usual. Uh, it's not a good At least photo. you're going to Ireland. <laughs> this is true. So, Pete, um, rather appropriately, you have a... Um, a poem. You have a poem. I wrote this. Uh, you, he can dance. Well, sort of. Yeah, right now, I'm not so great. <laughs> he can dance, but he, he can also write poetry. So, are you ready for this? Yes, ma'am. Off we go. The Pledge, the Star-Spangled Banner, God Bless America, meant something different to me. The not understanding why my daddy was not here when I was a toddler. The pride that my dad was a soldier when I was a toddler. The flag we waved, the flags I saw burned. Why, I asked my mom. Some people think us being here is wrong. I have not, I was not born here in America. However, I was born on American soil in Germany. So I'm an American by birth, even though it was not here. Independence of today was told to me by a wise man. The right to say or do that is not against the law. Independence of today was told. Oh, excuse me. The right in East Germany, he said, was not allowed. A wall that kept people in is what I saw when I was just a kid. I'm not complaining just starting some of the fa stating some of the facts I remember this made me who I am and I am proud to be an American so why you celebrate my friends think of my family of the families that gave everything today so that you can have so you can wave it up proud or step on it or burn it, tear it in two, that's the right of an American. I can say I helped in that sacrifice for this for you. Ooh. Very Yay. good. Yay. 
See, he can dance and write poetry. You just can't read it very well when I switch to the screen. (laughs) I should have read it. I'm British. Well, sort of. A couple of quick mentions for events. Uh, Don't forget that the Florida Mounted is having their extravaganza on July 22nd. What's going on at that, Pete? We're going to have a breed parade, demos with the kids, crafts, vendors, and more. All happening at the Southeastern Livestock Pavilion, July 22nd from 8.30 to 5 p.m. And all proceeds will benefit Spirit Equine Therapy and Open Hands Animal Rescue, both phenomenal organizations. And that is brought to you by West Florida Fence. And the Horse Talk Show. Has anyone ever heard of that? No, I haven't. (laughs) (laughs) Another great fun event coming up is the Hobby Horse Equestrian Games. And that is a load of fun too, October 21st from 10 to 4 p.m. at the Florida Horse Park. I remember doing this last year. This is my first event. I know, it was great fun, wasn't it? It was, a, it was a blast. It's brought to you by AgPro Companies of Ocala. This is all part of the CEP's Equine Initiative, brought to you by Piranha. It's going to be a lot of fun stuff. We'll have free hay rides, uh, demos, uh, free admission, vendors, food trucks, and you can learn horse sports from the safety of a stick horse. That's not very intimidating, and it's a lot of fun. What sports can you do, Pete? We can do show jumping, dressage, horse racing, reining, roping, barrel racing, and polo. And this isn't just for those little kids, for the big kids, too. Oh, so yeah, big kids have a blast. Yeah, some of the adults got really into it. Oh, they did. I won't mention any. No. <laughs> it actually gets quite competitive. There oh. is actually quite a, a, a competitive for those ribbons at the end and uh, opportunities to meet and touch horses and learn about the breeds as well. So it should be a lot of fun. We'll have a few demos in the round pen uh, with some of the horses. Pete will probably do a horsemanship demo for us, I'm sure. And uh, it'll just be a great fun event. So make sure you're at the Florida Horse Park on October 21st. You don't need a ticket or anything. You can just come on in and enjoy any part of the day. The day will start off with the breed parade, though. So if you want to see the horses parade around the horse park, you do need to be there at 10 because the parade's going to start at 10.30. So don't forget And bring that. your stick horse or we may have some for you. That's so. right. You can bring your own stick horse or you can borrow one from us. We should have plenty of them around. If you want to make your own stick horse, that's a lot of fun. Uh, I know that Stirrups and Strides, the the hobby horse I have, Stirrups and Strides actually made those. So you can make your own if you'd like. Either way, make sure you're at the hobby horse. Build a horse instead of build a bear. Oh, build a horse, not build a bear. I like this idea. Maybe we could make them out of piranha fly spray bottles for the top. What do you think? That sounds great. Put eyes on them. (laughs) We'll be back after this break. Stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. This portion of the show is presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. And our TV broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Supporting sponsors are DAC Vitamins and Minerals, Seminole Feed Stores, Lip Chip LLC, Piranha, Florida HVAC Services, Crystal Cryo, Ocala Dog Ranch, and The Drinking Post. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. 
With over 70 years of collective experience in the horse industry, Lip Chip was built with integrity by horsemen for horsemen. Introducing the Chip Link system, powered by Lip Chip, where a 15 digit unique ID becomes a key to unlock not only identity, but also health paperwork, owner information, and even photos of each horse. So simple, even a child can do it. The future is here. The future is Lip Chip. the bluegrass. Step into the Elwood Hotel and Suites, situated in the heart of Lexington. Elwood is a unique yet familiar place, your home base to explore. Minutes from the University of Kentucky and the best distilleries on the Bourbon Trail. Only a short drive from horse country and from the iconic Keeneland racetrack. Full of warm, natural light, Elwood rooms are inviting, a space to retreat, rewind and relax from spacious rooms to extended stay suites each room is unique just like you don't miss a beat in your fitness routine either and your fairy friend is welcome too elwood has cozy beds yummy treats and snuggles too elwood is more than a landing place it's a tribute to a contemporary southern lifestyle a delicious place to refuel and to launch your Lexington adventure. Book your stay at theelwoodhotel.com and like them on Facebook now. Settle in at Elwood and begin generating memories in the heart of the bluegrass. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. Louisa Barton here for the Horse Talk Show, the CEP's Equine Initiative and Equus Television. I'm here with Dr. Adam Kayot from Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. And we are going to talk about heaves. Heaves are no fun, are they, Dr. Kayot? No. No, they're not. So, heaves, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease or COPD. Uh, Many humans have COPD. Um, unfortunately, with our with our uh, horse friends, they uh, we typically can't put them in air conditioned uh, house and keep them out of the elements. So that that unless you're wet, yeah, unless you're <laughs> wet or you got a real lot of money, and you can build an air conditioned barn. That's right. I have one client that has that, but that's sweet. Um, so basically COPD is exactly what it says, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. So typically these horses 
um, have been exposed to a low level of allergen basically their whole life and they've had this low grade inflammation in their lungs that goes basically undetected until it doesn't at some point and at that point what you notice is this horse um, a labored breathing meaning um, they they inhale normally but they'll get a, a forced exhale and um, you'll if you're just what you'll what you'll see the horse standing there is as you watch them breathe they'll they'll have to forcibly exhale so you'll see their their sides clench in as they as they exhale and a lot of times you know um, they'll actually get what we call a heave line where the where the musculature of the diaphragm is is uh, noticeable because they're forcibly having to push air out of their lungs so with that inflammation comes a narrowing of the of the bronchioles so you have the whole bronchial tree has been inflamed and then it becomes narrow so obviously not as much air can pass through that as, as should be and the oxygen exchange is not not what it should be so <clears throat> they end up having to have an increased respiratory rate because their brain's telling them not getting enough oxygen and then it's more labored so um, when I get there I obviously look at the horse and see how the horse is breathing to get an idea um, a lot of times these horses um, will have other allergy issues like they'll they'll be itchy they'll they'll have they'll be scratching their ears or they'll scratch their tail or their their mane out or you know they have other allergen problems and and a lot of those horses end up with heaves if you know uh, as, as they go on in their life but so so if you have an itchy horse <laughs> probably on your way to heaves um, that's interesting. I didn't know that connection. Yeah, it that, does, it's I'm typical. thinking now of those horses that it's I typical. don't. Yeah. So, um, down here in the subtropical climate, it can be really difficult for them because we got a lot of molds and a lot of allergens in the air uh, that you might not have in a, in a northern climate. Um, <clears throat> so, um, it can be more difficult. And obviously, the humidity is, is, is pretty thick down here, which makes it even more difficult. But when I get there and I look at the horse, the one thing that gives me an idea of how s severe this is, is when I listen to the lungs, a lot of times you'll hear an expiratory wheeze. So you'll hear the air come in and then you'll hear just a, just a, just a wheeze as they breathe out. And that's just the air passing through the narrow uh, bronchial tree. So that gives me an idea that this has been going on sometime because actually some horses, um, they all won't have that expiratory wheeze, but they'll still have the labored breathing. So I'll tell the people, hey, it's COPD, it's not as bad at this point, so that's good. Um, but as it goes on, you'll get to that point. Um, treatment is we try to minimize their exposure to these allergens. Um, uh, uh, water down dusty hay, feed hay on the ground. Um, it's, yeah, a, it's in the bags the dust is going to yeah, come exactly and right. it, or if you feed them up you know if you feed them in a hay hay loft or a hay you know feeder, feeder on on the wall then all that stuff's falling, falling into their face them. okay i'm so, always a feed on the ground personally because i think horses well that's what they're made that's what they're made to eat you know yeah. that's the way they're made to eat so um it everything does work better on the ground um so and then there's 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 a bit of some veterinarians say down here it's better to keep them inside um i'm an outside kind of guy um because you're going to have naturally have dust and yeah you're going to have dust and mold inside it, it's you know it 
it, it kind of doesn't matter, honestly, um, it, because you you have dust and mold in the barn, you have allergens and you know pollen and everything else outside. So right. it's kind of a catch. It, yeah, it doesn't. I don't think it really matters. But <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> anyway, so we try to treat them with steroids plus or minus a bronchodilator. So just like you know, just like you would any asthmatic, um, if you have if you're, you yourself are asthmatic or relatives, same thing. Um, <clears throat> steroids and bronchodilators, the steroids decrease the inflammation that's there. The bronchodilators relax the smooth muscle around the bronchial tree, allowing the bronchial tree to expand so you can get more uh, air into the lungs and have an easier passage. Typically down here, why we're talking about it now is because it tends to rear its head in the in the summertime and then and then in the winter time you can typically take these horses off the meds and they do just fine um so um it, it's frustrating um as it goes on it can be debilitating because i've had to put some horses to sleep because of it because what ends up happening is we can't control it enough um, and they end up losing weight. So they're, they're mm -hmm. expending more calories just breathing than they're actually able to consume. So they end up losing weight and getting skinny and, and, and I mean, getting poor and getting poor. And then, you know, you don't want that to happen. So, um, <clears throat> there's nebulizers, there's, you know, aeromass, there's all kinds of different ways to treat these guys and, uh, and to know, help them, it, right. That, that Make them more them. comfortable yeah. for sure. Yeah. And, and then as far as quality of bedding and hay, really important, like, you know, getting, as if you are keeping the horse inside and blowing the fan at it, yeah. uh, to keep it cool, which some people choose to do when there's a heat mm -hmm. situation. If you are doing that, mm -hmm. obviously making sure you're sourcing your bedding and your hay from a really good source. Uh, we'll do a shout out for Larson Hay right there. Uh, cause we do know that is really excellent quality, but that's important. You know, don't try and cut corners on feed and hay and, right. and bedding and things because you're not feed rather hay and bedding because there's dust. Right. So you want as yep. dust free as possible. Mm -hmm. Yep. As dust free as possible minimize those minimize those allergens um, keeping the barn clean on the inside as well really important keeping, keeping the, the dust clean, down in the, the barn. dust down one of the worst things I can do, think you can do for, for a heavy horse that's in the barn is get the blower out. Right. The blower is the worst, right? It is. It, I know. It's I've convenient seen that. and easy. <laughs> not great for your guy. Turn your that's, horse out for a yeah, bit exactly. while you do it until exactly. it settles, exactly. gives it an hour and, yeah. and then yeah. put the horse back in yeah. after, right? Exactly. Yeah. So um, you got to think of that stuff and, um, you know, just try to just try to. Um, help them out and be as comfortable as they can. And obviously being really aware of the uh, of the situation as far as exercise and riding goes, obviously if the horse is super uncomfortable, yeah, it's not a good yeah, time to ride. Time to because these horses also, I, uh, I'm glad you brought that up, they have a harder time thermoregulating. So it's harder for them to stay cool because part of part of a horse breathing is, or their cooling apparatus is them being able to expel heat through their breath. So when they're when they're having a harder time doing that, then they don't um, they don't exchange heat as well. Um, so that that can be more difficult. And even even out just in the just in the paddock, if you have a really hot day, then it probably is beneficial to bring them in or get them out of that sun to give them to some give relief. Them some relief because it, it is harder for them. To, to manage the heat. Yeah, absolutely. That makes sense. And the misters in the fields are great mm -hmm. too if yep. you, uh, if you can, you do, can do that. Yep. Heaves with Dr. Adam Kayot from Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Louisa Barton here for the Horse Talk Show and Equus TV. 
This portion of the show is presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. And our TV broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Supporting sponsors are DAC Vitamins and Minerals, Seminole Feed Stores, Lip Chip LLC, Piranha, Florida HVAC Services, Crystal Cryo, Ocala Dog Ranch, and The Drinking Post. At Crystal Cryo, you can relax and enjoy a non-invasive cryo skin facial. Reduce fine lines and wrinkles and tighten the skin. Improve texture and tone. Stimulate collagen production. Reduce inflammation and acne. And increase blood flow to the skin, resulting in a more youthful, radiant appearance. And it all takes only about 30 minutes. Boost your confidence now and set up a consultation. Find Crystal Cryo at crystalcryo.net or on social media. Experience the ultimate in relaxation and rejuvenation. Pamper and revitalize your body, mind, and spirit at Crystal Cryo. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care seeks to be a leading international veterinary practice that provides state-of-the-art veterinary care to their patients while fostering professional relationships with their clients that stand the test of time. For 24-7 and the best in equine care, check out Peterson and Smith at petersonsmith.com or like them on Facebook now for more information. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Louisa Barton here for the CEP's Equine Initiative, the Horse Talk Show, and Equus Television on all smart TV networks. I have a dear friend here, Jason Reynolds, the Executive Director of the Florida Horse Park, an incredible facility in the horse capital of the world, encompassing 500 beautiful acres with some of the best facilities for show jumping and numerous other types of horse shows as well as events not related directly to the horse world. So I'm going to let Jason tell you more about that. Jason, it's lovely to have you with us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Tell us a bit of background on the horse park. Like, how long has it been around? Okay. The horse park was actually created in 1996, but really didn't start taking off till about 2000. I think the first show was in 2008. Uh, and it's gradually grown. Um, unfortunately, 2008 was not a real good time. <laughs> oh, so, it's a little tough time. <laughs> exactly. So it kind of stumbled a little bit. Um, 
2015 or so, we started to really, really go to the legislator and there was a vision that we had and started asking for, for money to help with some of the structures out here. Um, and we got their support and it's just taken off since then. So, uh, And you are definitely the guy with the vision. You joined uh, the, the park here in what year? So I started with the park in 2018 is when I became the executive director, but I was actually a part of the board for about seven or eight years before that. So you were so, already kind of working on that vision more from behind the scenes. Exactly, exactly. My previous job was in hospitality and uh, my current chairman, Carol Dover, and I kind of, what, 15 years ago, were thinking, okay, Wellington is so big and it's it's such a beautiful facility and everything's going on, you know, 10,000 horses a year and then it just stops and it's a ghost town. And so our thought was, well, how do we get them to stay in Florida a little longer? So that's what the horse park was kind of, what we were dreaming of for the horse park. Uh, we were incredibly successful with that. And then of course with WEC, it's changed the, the whole environment. Uh, it is now, I mean, Ocala is now a true horse destination. It is indeed, yes. Now your beautiful wife, Jane, is a, is a rider and you guys have a horse. Uh, Jane competes, I believe. And you're not necessarily a rider as such or an equestrian, although you're married to one. But don't you think how that has been so effective for the park, just because, although we love having it as an equestrian equine facility, you also have other other areas and you've dealt with everything from being a, a central spot for hurricane uh, rescue supplies and distribution and a number of other things uh, used here for lots of training and, and all sorts of other activities. Absolutely. That, and that's the unique thing about the park. And that's, you know, what, what I'm, I don't want to say the most proud of, but what I'm very proud of is we are so diverse. Uh, like you said, you know, Hurricane Ian, Hurricane Michael, you know, we were very involved in both of those. Hurricane Ian a little bit more because it was so close. Uh, Department of Emergency Management actually put a logistical staging area here. Um, they had one set up in Ocala and they liked this one so much they moved everything here. So, um, and, and It helps when you're easy to deal with, Jason. Well, well it's, it's, you know, it helps when it's the right thing to do too. We were super happy to be able to help and, you know, and I hope that people you know, if we ever get hit, I hope people will also help us too. But, you know, and then what you guys, what you did your, yourself, Louisa, with the getting all the supplies, all the food and kind of bringing everything here and then shipping it out and you just organizing all that was phenomenal. I think what, $100,000 or, or close I to think, it worth yeah, of supplies. I think, so. I think we might've been over even a little Which bit. People is, were very generous. It takes a village and we sure do have a village in a disaster. <laughs> Absolutely, and, and you did a phenomenal job. And in Marion County, you know, we teamed up with Marion County. Uh, I know that that Congresswoman Kamek came out here and and asked did for donations. That was great. My goodness, we had so many Amazon boxes stacked up on our front porch every day. Uh, I mean, people just want to help, and it's yes. just phenomenal the the community we have. I think as horse owners, we can picture ourselves in that. We hope we're never in it. You know, we hope that that ne that never comes to pass in an area with so many horses it would it would certainly be tough but we I think can see what it would be like in that in that situation and we have the best resources in the world Absolutely. here in the horse capital so in a disaster you know we certainly have those for backup but there's a lot of places that don't have what we have right. you know the the equine infrastructure here is phenomenal and so I think we can kind of really empathize with other people who may not have that and then be in a hurricane too that's that's a tough spot to be in no it truly is and and yeah just look at the results. I mean, look at what you were able to accomplish. Look at what we were able to accomplish. I mean, people truly, truly do care here. And and not just about the horses, just about people in general. So It's true. Uh, it, and it's really kind of given me a heads up for 
not that I'm hoping for anything like that to happen again, but just to be, you know, we always hope for the best, but we prepare for the worst. Exactly. So kind of being, having that, seeing what that was like, Holocaust style, being down there has really allowed me, you know, some opportunity to try and get more prepared. And, and we're definitely working on that, you know, as we move forward. So, but this facility, incredible. So paddocks and beyond that, a beautiful polo field. We have a Correct. lot of polo here. We do. We Great have polo. Group. Yes, we have uh, the polo club here. Uh, they put on a phenomenal show. Uh, summertime is Saturdays, later in the day because it's a little warm, and then wintertime is Sundays. So uh, they're getting ready. They were going to start this weekend. We weren't sure about the weather, and with all the trucks and craziness you see going on, we decided maybe we better postpone it to the following weekend. So, so that's the Ocala Polo Club. That's the Ocala Polo Club. Home to them here, yeah. which is a phenomenal event to come and public Absolutely. can come and watch it. Absolutely. And it's a great event to sponsor, get involved, have a tent, bring your clients out. Great fun. Uh, love, love the sport of polo. And then beyond that, the amazing covered arena back there is is phenomenal. And that's a newer addition. That That is that is the first well the first thing we built was a restaurant facility and then the covered arena <laughs> it's important. so yes. yeah so uh it's ninety thousand square feet uh we use it for everything uh this weekend we have the the mounted drill teams coming in which is always fun um, next weekend we'll have a western pleasure show and we use it for cutting the florida cutting horse association comes here and this is their home also um, you know we use it for everything we have concert we have festivals uh we've got jeeps coming in we just had a mopar car show so civil war reenactment so we you know this park and and the covered arena and everything is just we're just very proud of what we can do um i mean this weekend alone we're having like i said the mounted drill team and then we're starting our summer series for three-day eventing so we're having our three-day first summer series recognized show for three-day eventing with the mounted drill team so uh, and it would have been polo but we got a little nervous and decided we better wait <laughs> better wait <laughs> and then we've got the jumping areas of course the the jumping arenas and then the cross-country course of back here which is phenomenal allowing you of course to do three-day eventing exactly. here exactly. on an absolutely phenomenal course yeah and we're so proud of that we you know we've invested a lot of time a lot of money uh we you know any three-day event we have out here I don't know how many Olympians you'll see out here. Uh, Plenty. You, you, we have, you know, and we make sure we have Jay Hambly come out and design the course and help build the course, who's built Olympic courses and things like that. So, so we definitely want to make sure it's the safest, it's the the best that we can provide, and uh, and people have a blast. And you know, that's not even talking about our arenas that I'm super proud of. That, that amazing I, footing. Absolutely. People tell me the best footing in the world. And I agree with them. I agree with them. Uh, and we, you know, we. We went a little different, you know, what you won't see on our, our fiber arenas by Martin Collins is you won't see water canyons, you won't see water truck because all of our water comes from underneath That's and it all drains out. So, so the fantastic thing is it is so consistent during the entire show. We can literally adjust it to three centimeters. So we can adjust that water level and keep it exactly where we need That's to keep amazing. it. That's incredible. And then driving and Christmas lights. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, I, this, the sad part is, is Christmas lights, they, we, I started talking with them in February. I mean, we literally took them down and then we started talking, how <laughs> can we make it better? So, uh, so yeah, we, we've already started that and I, they've got a couple little surprises that they've got in store. Uh, driving, we just had one of I the- I know, gear, make sure you're driving. Oh my goodness, yep. gear does an amazing job. Mary on, on the Mary, board helps yep. out. So uh, we're, we've got a bridge under construction right now that we're almost finished with. So it's it's phenomenal. A lot of, we're always adding, always improving. Always improving. Incredible. 
incredible. So really any equestrian sport and anything even that's not equestrian fits at the Florida Horse Park here with Jason Reynolds, the executive director, Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. Have you ever heard of a horse that could talk? Listen to this. With your host, Louisa Barton. She's literally in love with every horse. Presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. She's back in the saddle again. And now here's your host. Pretty, pretty. Louisa Barton. She's a Brit. She's got the gift of the gab. And her guests are fab. Larson Farms is our TV broadcast sponsor. Mr. Richard Larson, a man of great integrity, cares about every single bale of hay and about taking care of his customers. He also has a huge heart for those genuinely in need. Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Hey there, horsemen. Are you tired of technology that doesn't fit your way of life? Lipchip is ready to revolutionize your barn. Built by horsemen for horsemen, Lipchip knows how you ride. If you're tired of carrying around paperwork, dealing with long trailer lines, and juggling all your horse's details while trying to compete, then the answer is the Hooflink system. Simply implant, scan, and unlock. Each scan reveals everything you need to work, compete, and to protect your horses. View current health paperwork, pre-register for your next event, and even check in on your horse's health. Horsemen, let's keep our horses safe and make our lives at the barn a little easier. The future is here, and the future is lip chip. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and service hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. The Equine Performance and Innovative Center, situated on 30 pristine acres in the horse capital of the world, is one of the finest and most complete conditioning and rehab centers for equines and canines in the nation, including an equine hyperbaric chamber, aqua pacer, water treadmill, cold water leg spa, equine swimming pool, Eurosizer, and more. Epic equine veterinarians specializing in rehab and conditioning. For more information, go to epcrehab.com or find them on social media. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show.
Louisa Barton for the CEP's Equine Initiative, the Horse Talk Show and Equus Television here at the Florida Horse Park with Executive Director Jason Reynolds. We've talked to Jason about everything that happens here at, at the park, which is a lot. I think almost every weekend there's several different events going on and some even during the week. Uh, but talking a little bit about vision, which we've talked about, Jason, I know you have huge vision uh, for the park and for the future and great plans. Share some of that with us as well as kind of what's going on now with the construction and the trucks and everything. Absolutely. And and to talk about my visions, would, would we'd be here all day. But it's actually a good time because you, you might notice. We could notice talk for night. 10 hours. Oh, yeah, we? absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> without a doubt. So, But it's a good time. I don't know if you can notice the, the trucks in the background. So they are actually getting ready to put asphalt. We are finally able to put asphalt on all of our roads. We, I, when I first got here, I decided that I am not a horse park designer and have no idea how to design it. So we actually went out to a company called Populous, which does an amazing job designing horse parks. They put together a master plan and this is the first step of the master plan. I'm so excited that, that we're able to start seeing my dream start to come true and the boar's dream finally start to come true so we've got asphalt we've got all kinds of other things that are coming up that i can't wait to share so it's gonna be exciting it's gonna be real exciting it's awesome now i have heard a lot of people of course uh, naturally as green beautiful green space as this 500 acre park is talk about you aren't going to asphalt everything over and concrete jungle everything, are you? And I know that you would not allow that to happen. So can we share that? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, the biggest, the, what I see is the biggest uh, attribute to the park is, is what you see, the green grass. We need to keep that. So yes, we do, we are putting in arenas and things like that, but our ultimate goal is to make sure we balance everything. The asphalt is, I mean, we kept it to a very minimal just so people could get in and not, you know, jar their teeth on our dirt roads when they came in. So. <laughs> So we, we, I tried to keep everything to a minimal. I tried to keep, you know. The aesthetics exactly. of the beautiful green. Because exactly. it certainly is a standout facility because of that. Absolutely. And, and the way I look at the park, this is old Marion County right here. This is the way I want it to be. I, you know, I want the old, Mar the old feel of Marion County. So, and, and obviously big green pastures and big green spaces is part of that. Yes, definitely. And, and as far as like the hurricane uh, distribution and, and preparedness and all that, having those roads, the ability to get in and out easier for the trucks when we do have to send help, is it, that really is a, a big help as well, having that infrastructure in and still keeping us nice and green. As far as other future plans for the park, um, can you share with us any additional coming in the future? So I like to keep it quiet. So be, just because I'm, we won't tell just anybody. because, you know, when I start talking <laughs> about it, you know, ultimately, I mean, we, we, I have some, some big dreams and, and all of that is kind of geared towards the master plan. Um, I would like another covered arena. You know, I would like our office that we kind of share with a different, our different office instead of a little trailer to build an office that we can share with the emergency management team if needed, where they can come in, where, where they have a kitchen, washer and dryer, things like that. So there's, there's a lot of things that we, we're trying to dual purpose everything we do. Um, so there's a lot of that that we're trying to do. But, the, but those are the two big, the, definitely the office, the definitely maybe putting a I'd like to put some lights up around arenas, you know, put another, put a covered arena under the, over the fiber. Um, but that's just money. It's just whenever I can get the money, that's all it is, just money to do it. So, um, but yeah, it's a balance. We're trying to balance it, but. Now your wife's in a question. She must have input all the time. All right? the time, all the time. <laughs> 
she runs the park. I just act <laughs> like I do. She's, you know, trust me. She knows more about this park than probably anybody. So, well, she's uh, definitely got the equestrian end of it covered. But you, what's really, well, I think what's really impressive is the fact that you do have eyes beyond. You know, we love, obviously, love the equestrian world. That's our passion. But to have a vision beyond that as well, to have this facility set up for other things, is really important. Oh, absolutely, and. I didn't slip and talk about what we had been talking about, so I don't know if you want to talk about that, <laughs> but that, that's up to you. But yeah, there. Well, I think a vision for an educational center absolutely. for people who don't have access to horses. You know, we found through visits to the schools in the past few weeks, you know, you have 400 kids in a rural area and one child out of 400 has ever met a horse. And so we feel in the horse capital of the world that needs to change. So having a center where people can interact in a safe, non-intimidating environment where they can meet horses and learn about horses and more importantly for this next generation coming up to have that opportunity to learn about the industry and the jobs and we've kind of coined it mucking to media uh, and everything in between but you know it, and I'll give you a prime example I hired absolutely brilliant um, techie person we call him a geek he's absolutely brilliant Isaac Brocious and he can do everything droning editing producing and all of that but had not had an opportunity to learn a lot about horses probably wasn't even sure that he really wanted to right now he's kind of being you know it's it's being assimilated right, in right, because right. he's learning by being right. around it but you know just that alone having that if you want to be in media you want to help produce a radio or tv show or edit how much useful that use that has for young people coming up to learn because if you get hired by a media company that goes to horse shows and you've got the background it's really going to help you so you know i i feel that the more that we can teach these kids that are going to grow up in the horse capital of the world and have them the opportunity to touch horses and learn about horses and there's a therapeutic side to horses as Absolutely. well for people for our veterans Absolutely. you know for um, disabled folks people with learning disabilities i feel and then there's the tourist side of that offering a place that people know they can stop off the interstate uh, the gypsy gold farm tour is absolutely amazing it would be wonderful if we could couple that with some other breeds absolutely and, and have the benefit and they're close enough uh, so to me it makes sense that we have that here in the horse capital of the world and i can't think of a better place to have it uh, and i couldn't agree more and you know our discussions have, have got me super excited so uh, good yeah. to have a vision oh know? absolutely we have to that's where we it starts to. right yeah, absolutely so. any last thing you'd like to add about the florida horse park for our, our listeners and viewers just it really is a phenomenal facility we thank you for your input and efforts here because it shows and it shines well and, and thank you for having me and the only thing i would say if you haven't been out here just come out you know the majority of what we do we don't charge anything for come out watch a couple of shows it doesn't matter which one uh, just come out and see the place if you just want to come out and see Take green grass yeah. absolutely you know just just do it just come out and enjoy it it's it's for everybody so come enjoy it it is the Florida Horse Park. It's for everybody. Did you hear that? I love that. Jason Reynolds, dear friend, fantastic executive director of this facility. We love him and everything he's doing here. We've certainly got a vision for the future, so keep your eyes out and come for a walk. Louisa Barton here for the Horse Talk Show. Thank you to the presenting sponsor of this portion of the Horse Talk Show, Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to our TV broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, Nirvana Medical Spa, TT Distributors, Summit Joint Performance, 
Equigreen, Midnight Rose Equestrian, the Florida Horse Park, Horse Farms Forever, and the Equine Performance and Innovative Center. Having an air conditioner that works well in Florida is a must. Experience peace of mind by working with Florida HVAC Services, a family-owned and operated company taking pride in always putting their customers first. Providing air conditioner repair, installation and maintenance services on all makes and models. For those suffering from allergies or asthma, air quality testing is recommended and hospital-grade air filters are available. Ask about a pure air filtration system today. Check them out at flhvacservices.com or like them on Facebook. Florida HVAC Services, serving all of North Central Florida with honesty, integrity, and the highest value of workmanship. And that's 100% guaranteed. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed-formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. Join us July 22nd, 8.30 to 5 p.m. for the Equine Extravaganza at the Southeastern Livestock Pavilion, Ocala. Brought to you by West Florida Fence and the Horse Talk Show. Fundraising for Spirit Equine Therapy and Open Hands Animal Rescue. Enjoy a fantastic breed show from miniature horses to Clydesdales. With jumping and dressage demos, you can also watch barrel racing, dog training, mounted shooting, and enjoy food vendors and crafts for kids, plus a silent auction. Check the Equine Extravaganza fundraiser event on Facebook, and we'll see you July 22nd from 8.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Southeastern Livestock Pavilion for the best in horsing around in the horse capital. My name is Dr. Natalie Solomon. I formulated Equigreen with cutting-edge science and technology alongside the passion that is represented by a lifelong love of horses. I created a product that I would trust for my horses because they deserve nothing but the best for their bodies. Horses rely on us to take care of them, to love them, to respect them. This is how Equigreen came to life. Equigreen, CBD for your horse that you can trust. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. 
Louisa Barton here for the Horse Talk Show and Equus Television. And we've been featuring dogs a little bit lately in the Horse Talk Show. And it may not be the dog talk show, but certainly we know everybody that has horses certainly seems to have dogs and have the same concerns I have as a dog owner. So we've been talking a little bit about Ocala Dog Ranch lately. And we now have a very special guest with us who's actually going to work on my dog, Aslan. And that is Dr. Esther Brummond. And I love the name of her clinic, Horse Country Clinic. And um, Dr. Esther, thank you so much for being with us and visiting Aslan. He, uh, he's had some issues lately with mostly a left rear leg. He's been uh, lame mostly from getting up out of the crate or up out of bed um, or when he's been lying down for a while. Uh, we did observe that his nails were too long, which is because mm -hmm. I struggled to get them done on my own. Uh, so I've been nipping away at those uh, as best I can with him to get them shorter. And I'm going to be continuing to work on that yeah. uh, and been sitting him on the beamer to help relax him to do that. And then some bribery with some good treats. <laughs> Uh, so I'm going to kind of let you start explaining what you saw. Um, we don't know, of course, if it was his nails or not. He jumps off our porch um, high into the air <laughs> and lands on all four, so he could possibly have done something. But there were some things that you noticed right away. And mm -hmm. so if you can talk a little bit about his exam, and I know you probably want to talk a little bit about safety as well with um, any time you're handling dogs. Absolutely. So anytime we're handling dogs, safety is absolutely number one, as well as making sure that the dog is comfortable and everybody around him. So what we want to do just to make sure that I'm safe, you're safe, anyone that might be around is safe, is I'm going to have you as the handler mm -hmm. put the leash over your wrist like this. Mm -hmm. Hold on like that. Okay. Very good. If anything happens, yes. I've got control. Button. Yes. And then while I'm doing an exam, if you could just kind of hold behind the mandible mm -hmm. and the top of the occiput. You'll have so to tell me what mandible and so occiput are. So that is the jawline <laughs> and then the base of the skull. Okay. Perfect. So we're not trying to um, push in or choke him at all. All we're doing is sort of distracting. Holding his head. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So that he uh, can't move anywhere and he's safe and we're safe. So what we noticed the first time that we adjusted him um, was that his sacrum, so that's the bone between the two hip bones in the back, was rocked back. And that happens a lot um, in dogs. And we might see signs like difficulty standing up, difficulty jumping. Um, this can happen from all sorts of things, like exploding out the back deck and trying to find a squirrel, um, jumping on and off furniture, all sorts of different things. So we corrected that last time. And it sounds like, to me, from what we discussed um, just Miraculous. a few minutes ago, that he hasn't been having difficulty getting up since then. So that's really a wonderful thing. We also did notice a little bit of that um, sort of semicircle coming up in his um, low back last mm -hmm. time that already noticeably looks like it's been going down. And we discussed that sometimes that can happen from long nails or And running, that's something I really think people should know mm -hmm. um, about because to me that was a significant thing. So I can relate this to horses as far as if you don't get your horse's hoofs trimmed, if they're barefoot, or if you don't get their shoes done, uh, if they're wearing horseshoes, then it can affect their conformation, their ability. It can even make them lame. It can cause all sorts of problems. It can certainly mean they don't compete or trail ride as well mm -hmm. as they would. So to compare horses' hooves to 
a, a dog's nails to me makes total sense Very how it can affect. Mm -hmm. And you know, I don't think ever in my life, in all the vets that I've ever, you know, met or talked to, small animal vets, I don't think anyone's really said that to me. And maybe because it's kind of obvious, but you know, I think it's a good thing for our listeners and viewers to be really aware of is how much long nails mm -hmm. that a dog is not designed to stand on his nails unless he's digging or going uphill. Exactly. And so when he tries, and I read that very interesting article yes. after talking to you because it made so much sense that a dog needs to stand on his paws, not on his on his nails. Mm -hmm. And when he does, how that affects his back and how it can make his back legs go under him mm -hmm. and hunch him up. And, you know, certainly over years of time and then into older, more geriatric years, that could be a significant Exactly. A really nice analogy as um, a person to think about how it feels for the animal is it feels like they're on ice skates. So they can't really grip, they're kind of flying around and imagine being on ice skates. Your muscles are going crazy trying to stabilize and figure out what's going on. Right. And like you were saying as well, this is not an uncommon thing to happen. As owners, we care about our dogs, we love them, and a lot of people get nervous about trimming nails. Yeah. And what do we want to do? Because the dogs get anxious, exactly. so we get anxious. We right? want to protect everybody, mm -hmm. so we just say, oh, it's not a big deal. And it's one of those things that it seems really benign, but it creeps up on you, so it's a really important you thing. You also don't realize, if you're very busy, how long it is since you've done it. Exactly. Which is really easy to slip away from you the time, and then you go, when did I last do it? You know, and then, yeah, so that can happen. Exactly. So we're going to go ahead and um, adjust Aslan. A lot of what we do is just kind of check gait, look at overall confirmation, see how he's moving. And then um, our final step would be motion palpation. And this is where I go through. And I'm doing a combination of challenging the joint and also seeing where the joint is structurally. And then uh, through this entire process, putting together all of these signs, I determine how I need to adjust and I go ahead and I put the impulse in. So what we're doing on the animals is a very um, quick, low force adjustment. We call it HVLA, high velocity, low amplitude. And this is the most comfortable um, adjustment for people and animals. It's also been proven to be um, the most effective in re-stimulating these tiny muscles, which impact the nervous system and allow the dog to once again know where his body is in space and be able to restore proper gait. Wonderful. So we'll just go ahead. Good boy. Good boy. Yeah. Oh, it's much better already. <laughs> much better than last time. So I'm just going to go on the side. You can go ahead and lie down. Yeah, you're okay. Good boy. So you're adjusting him right there. Yep, so I'm going to adjust his sacrum, which was what we had found last time. It's amazing how much better he is. I'm really impressed. Um, and really good signs impressed. that the um, adjustment is working is looking for looking and chewing, looking and chewing, full body mm -hmm. shakes, yawning, things like that. Now, when you adjust these, generally, do they stay kind of for a certain period of time, or does it depend on how active the dog is? It really depends on the animal. Um, because they obviously stayed quite well last time. Yes, usually the, the wonderful thing about animals versus people is they usually hold the adjustment longer. And um, I think a large part of it, it seems to be that, um, you know, animals don't have the same emotional biases that people have. <laughs> so they don't really know what's going on. They just respond to the adjustment and they know that they feel better. They don't know why they feel better. And that seems to do better for them. <laughs> So the other thing um, to think about with chiropractic is 
um, there are so many dog breeds that have been man-made. Mm -hmm. And so the structure of the animal is not the way that it maybe was naturally intended to be. Mm -hmm. So when we have a lot of dogs, for example, like the French Bulldog. Mm, I had one of those. <laughs> I know about Wonderful all those problems. Dogs. <laughs> yes, they are. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, they have a lot of um, man-made issues. Exactly. <laughs> and so it's really important to also consider um, what type of dog you have and if they might need more care mm -hmm. than a I don't want to say, for lack of a better term, naturally you turn dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So can you feel where it feels like he's out when you do that? Yes. Mm. So usually it takes some time to develop a feel and then develop a thrust. So each chiropractor has a unique thrust mm -hmm. and they've determined it takes about two years to develop the proper thrust. Really? Um, so that's an interesting to do. Yes, it is. <laughs> So I'm gonna go ahead and adjust this humerus. So what I'm gonna have you do mm -hmm. is just continue holding like that mm -hmm. and just tip your head away just in case it's uncomfortable for him. Mm -hmm. Good boy, good boy. Yeah. Come out here, good boy, good boy. There you go, good boy. Good boy. Yeah, you're such a good patient. Dr. Esther Brumman, thank you so much. Uh, we're going to keep you up to date on uh, Aslan's progress with this, and um, we definitely like you to check out Horse Country Clinic um, and, uh, and, and meet Dr. Esther and see how she can help you. And I'm starting to think that we should be able to pant like him, so I didn't sweat so much. <laughs> <laughs> Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show and Equus Television. Thank you to the presenting sponsor of this portion of the Horse Talk Show, Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to our TV broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, Nirvana Medical Spa, TT Distributors, Summit Joint Performance, Equigreen, Midnight Rose Equestrian, the Florida Horse Park, Horse Farms Forever, and the Equine Performance and Innovative Center. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and service hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. The Equine Performance and Innovative Center, situated on 30 pristine acres in the horse capital of the world, is one of the finest and most complete conditioning and rehab centers for equines and canines in the nation, including an equine hyperbaric chamber, aqua pacer, water treadmill, cold water leg spa, equine swimming pool, Eurosizer, and more. Epic equine veterinarians specializing in rehab and conditioning. For more information, go to epcrehab.com or find them on social media.
This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the final segment of the Horse Talk Show for this week, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. We are in the CEPZ Equine Studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital of the world. Louisa Barton here with Dancing Pete Roda from Complimentary Horsemanship. And we are going to start this segment off with the Horsemanship Tip of the Week. Dance and Pete's Tip of the Week, brought to you by Complimentary Horsemanship. <laughs> so today's Tip of the Week is pick your partner or pick your poison. And this is what a lot of trainers that I talk to and myself included, we get people that go, is this an appropriate horse for us? And I always say to them, well, do you want to ride tomorrow? And they go, yes. And I said, then he's not probably an appropriate horse for you. So a lot of people just see this beautiful horse, but they don't realize, well, I'm not a good rider or I don't like to canter or those things. So you go, maybe that's not the right horse for you. So most of the time I tell people, if you want to learn a lot, then he could become your partner if you picked your poison on accident, but don't expect it to be on your timeline. It's going to be on your horse's timeline. And a lot of times when somebody picks their poison, that's usually my passion. I'm like, oh, I like this horse. And so, but I don't collect them because a lot of people go, oh, well, here you can have him. And I'm like, no, I don't need that much feed bills. So make sure when you're picking out your horse, spend some more time and find a partner that you can go and have fun with. Or if you're more into, oh, I want to learn the journey, then yeah, pick one that's a little more difficult. But don't try to jump into the ocean when you can't swim. And what do you think about people um, having a horse on trial for for a certain period of time? I've always been a big believer in in a couple of weeks, and I think anybody that's selling a horse should give somebody the time to make sure, because you can have, just like people can have, you could be a fine rider, and it could be a fine horse, and you could just not mesh well. Oh, definitely. And I always I tell people, so give, give yourself time. And don't do the thing that most people, oh, they gave me a month. Well, how many times did you ride him? Oh, I rode him once. No. You need to go out there and, and spend time, spend with, time them with him mm-hmm. on the ground, in the saddle, and see, is this horse, and don't go on a trail ride. Be in an enclosed area right. when you well, start you get to testing this horse, right? and only do what you feel comfortable, not what you've done with other horses right and and hopefully have a professional with you yes that really can help you that's certainly important and and i think you're you're right you can't go into it if you've had a horse like i had for 29 years everything i did with him i didn't run straight in and do everything with my mustang that i did with him exactly because you you have to be a little bit uh, guarded just because and i don't mean guarded and give that energy off to the horse but right. i mean just guard it in your decisions and make wise choices because it isn't going to be the same as a horse that you've been very familiar with for years and years right and i've had people that actually tried their horse out by going on a trail ride no that's not a good and then they come back with a broken arm or something right. and i'm like 
probably not the best place to go try your horse out. Yeah, definitely a, a go slow, very important. So uh, on that note, I want to say that even though you may be listening on Saturday morning, people are still letting off fireworks here on the oh, weekend, yeah. sometimes a week after uh, July 4th or New Year's Eve or any other holiday, they feel like setting off those dreadful things. Sorry, I'm not a fan. Uh, <laughs> I have horses and dogs, so I'm just not a fan. No, uh, I, I enjoy them. I, I know the horse friends and some dog mm-hmm. friends don't enjoy it. Yeah, I could, uh, I can cringe. But anyway, we are going to share with you our Ocala Dog Ranch tip with our favorite Brit, Neil Hennessy. Favorite male Brit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here it is. <laughs> The Horse Talk Show goes to the dogs at Ocala Dog Ranch. Hi there, it's Neil Hennessy, the Ocala Dog Ranch. Happy 4th of July. Great time of the year except for the fireworks. Most animals don't like fireworks and this is a high busy time for shelters and rescues because dogs get spooked because of the fireworks and they run away. So don't leave your dog outside unattended in the yard when there's fireworks about. And if you have to take them out, take them out on a leash. That way, if you get surprised by fireworks, they don't bolt and run away. And then you have to start looking for them. Fireworks, great. I love the 4th of July, but not, the dogs don't think it's so great. Neil Hennessy. All really, really good advice. I actually had a much older rescue dog uh, a few years back, and sadly, she actually went dramatically downhill the day after New Year's Eve, and I still think some of that um, was triggered by just a fear of fireworks. And she was inside, but you could hear them. And I don't know if that's kind of what set her off, but it it wasn't good. So I know if you have four-leggeds, you have concerns about fireworks at this time of year as and New Year's Eve and July 4th are the really big ones for that. So, you know, if if it means you have to stay at home and keep your dog and horses company, it's probably for the best. Uh, have a get-together at home if you can, because if you can keep an eye on your horses, especially if the horses are newer to you and you aren't sure what they're going to do. Right. Uh, you know, Sunny was so immune to fireworks by the time... Yeah, my you know, horses don't you know, care. Didn't, didn't care, but uh, other horses... And also, I had noticed, too, that I had a a horse that belonged to somebody else in the field with my horses for a while boarding. And that year was the first year my horses got upset because that horse got upset. Set everybody off. Yeah. And so, before that, my horses didn't get upset. But it it can be a a domino effect uh, with them as well. I heard a good tip where you could put some cotton balls in your dog's ears and that muffles the sound but just make sure you take them out is take what they, them back they, out yeah, yeah. Same, them back same out. with the horses take right. them back out because people do use um earplugs air quite plugs a bit for horses when they're uh, sensitive to noise especially at the racetrack and competing and things like that but just make sure you take them back out afterwards good point um but great tips for dogs and horses uh, at this time of year just to be just be aware especially if you have a new horse in the herd or a new horse at home that yeah. you might and have a good time, but be cur- you know, be nice to your neighbors mm-hmm. if they do have dogs or horses. And be nice to your neighbors if they have fireworks too. Right, and Maybe. be nice to the other side. <laughs> yeah, because because a lot of people don't know. Right. I mean, I've had people that didn't know horses and they're shooting off fireworks like no big deal. Oh, they didn't. And I said, well, I, my horses are fine, but my training horses may not be. So next time, call me, and I'll make sure everybody's okay with it, and then I'll go. Yeah, keep going, or I'll do something with the horses. Right. So, so yes. So just be 
very cognizant of that. And a couple of quick mentions for uh, events that we mentioned earlier on in the show. Uh, Florida Mounted, don't forget, they have their extravaganza July 22nd. Now that we're in July, wow, this year is just flying just by. Just flying. 8.30 to 5, and that's at the Southeastern Livestock Pavilion, presented Go ahead. I'm presented sorry. by West Florida Fence and the Horse Talk, talk Show. And we'll have a breed parade, demos, kids' crafts, vendors, and more. And this will benefit Spirit Equine Therapy and Open Hands Animal Rescue. Both wonderful causes, both 501c3s that do phenomenal work. Spirit Equine works with veterans and disabled folks. And Open Hands Animal Rescue goes and rescues horses that have been missing in the woods for five days. With I was going <laughs> to ask you, isn't this the group that helped you to yeah. find? Molly? Yes, it is indeed. And uh, and just wonderful folks and great causes there for that event. And then don't forget the Hobby Horse Equestrian Games in October. Woohoo! I think we ought to ask Ocala Dog Ranch to do a, a booth there and uh, do some do some demos. Do with some the dogs. demos with the dogs. That'd, That'd be, be fun. Great fun, wouldn't it? October twenty first, ten to four p.m. The Florida Horse Park. Park. You Come can uh, try horse sports from a stick horse and yeah. see another horse parade. So lots of good stuff going on here. Uh, happy belated July fourth if you're listening uh, on Saturday morning. Happy July fourth if you're listening on July fourth. Have a very safe holiday. And uh, from this American Brit. And this America, a real American. No. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Yeah.